Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, an incredible boost for Ohio's economy. As Intel announced, it will spend $20 billion to build two new semiconductor factories by 2025 in Licking County near Columbus. It's the largest single private sector company investment in Ohio's history, with the plans directly employing 3,000 workers. It will also create 7,000 construction jobs and tens of thousands more local long-term jobs in other businesses like restaurants, health care, housing, and entertainment. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. You know, Intel could have put these plants anywhere in the country. In fact, there were 40 states that were competing to trying to get these plants. And we won. Ohio won. But their $20 billion investment is just the tip of the iceberg, with Intel officials saying it has the potential to grow to more than $100 billion over the next decade. And Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger explains why. You know, the long and deep history of manufacturing in Ohio was a clear draw for why we wanted to come here. You know, essential industries from, you know, automobiles to chemicals, manufacture in Ohio. And so what better place for us to build our next major manufacturing location and be this frontier of technology? Ohio. And one of the most profound lessons that we have collectively learned through the pandemic is that we can't take the access of technology and manufacturing for granted. You know, we've seen the disruptions to our global supply chain. The demand for semiconductors is truly unprecedented today. And many industries, many factories, you know, auto manufacturers, you know, are stopped because of a $2 chip. You know, imagine that, a $30,000 car manufacturing line, you know, everybody has to go home for a $2 chip. You know, this is clearly unacceptable and we have to control and manage our supply chains and every aspect. Now, just think about it for a moment. Tell me what part of your life is not becoming more digital. Every aspect of human existence is becoming more digital and everything digital depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the brains that are powering, you know, everything that goes on in our economic uh, future, the competitiveness, and as the governor said, our national security as well. Education, business, medicine, transportation, defense, infrastructure, everything relies on chips. And we've seen that from work from home, educate from home, healthcare from home. And with Intel's investment in manufacturing capacity, we are the company that helped to put silicon in Silicon Valley. When we moved to Oregon, we established the Silicon Forest. When we went to Arizona, we helped to establish the Silicon Desert. We went to Ireland, we helped to create the Silicon Isle. We went to Israel, and we helped to establish the Silicon Oasis. And today, the Silicon Heartland begins. Gelsinger says while they're starting out with two factories on this site, they plan to build even more. But part of them being able to do so depends on Congress passing what's known as the CHIPS Act, a $52 billion package that includes both funding and tax incentives designed to spur more semiconductor industry investment and expansion in the U.S. President Biden says he's all for it. 
But folks at home might be wondering why such a big deal for manufacturing something so small, the size of a postage stamp. Why is that so important? Well, semiconductors are small computer chips that power virtually everything in our lives. Your phone, your car, your refrigerator, your washing machine, hospital equipment, the internet, the electric grid, and so much more. And here's the deal. America invented these chips. America invented these chips. And federal research and development led to the creation of these chips. Taxpayer dollars. These chips helped power NASA mission to the moon. The federal investment helped bring down the cost of making chips to build a market and an entire industry. As a result, over 30 years ago, America had about 40% of global production. But since that time, something happened. American manufacturing, the backbone of our economy, got hollowed out. Companies moved jobs and production overseas, especially from in the industrial Midwest. Decades ago, we used to invest 2% of our gross domestic product in research and development. Let me say it again. We invested 2% decades ago, of our gross domestic product in pure research and development. Today, it's less than 1%. We were ranked number one in the world in R&D. But guess what? We now rank number nine. China was number eight in the world three decades ago. Now they're number two. And other countries are closing in fast. As a result, today, we barely produce 10% of the computer chips despite being the leader in chip design and research. And we don't have the ability to make the most advanced chips now, right now. But today, 75% of the production takes place in East Asia. 90% of the most advanced chips are made in Taiwan. China is doing everything it can to take over the global market so they can uh, try to outcompete the rest of us and have a lot of applications, including military applications. And Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo adds, Last year, automakers made nearly 8 million fewer cars than they could have because of the semiconductor chip shortage. Electric vehicles, for which the president has set an ambitious goal, 50% of new car sales by the end of the decade, require 2,000 chips. Each EV requires 2,000 chips, more than twice as many as a traditional vehicle. Semiconductors produced right here in America will allow us to shore up our supply chains, bring down costs, keep manufacturing facilities up and running, and create American jobs. But if we really want to end the chip shortage and ensure our global competitiveness, there's more to do. Today, our semiconductor supply chain is far too dependent on conditions in countries halfway around the world a COVID disruption, a typhoon, political instability in another country has the potential to shut down an auto facility and harm American families in places like Ohio. The semiconductor industry was created in the United States of America and it's time for us to lead again. Right now, there's a bill before Congress that would invest $52 billion in semiconductor production. Congress needs to pass that bill to revitalize America's domestic manufacturing. Passing that CHIPS funding is a win for workers, businesses, supply chains, and our economy. The semiconductor legislation has already been approved by the Senate, and now it's moving to the House for consideration, where Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan is looking forward to its passage. I am proud to be on the team here 
using my position on the Defense Appropriations Committee. We've been pushing to reshore these kind of jobs for, for many, many years. Um, we are pushing for the, the CHIPS Act, which the CEO just mentioned at the White House, the importance of uh, for this project in particular, but also for deepening and growing the CHIP uh, production over the years to come. Ohio will never be the same uh, after this investment here. All of the efforts over the good many years uh, to land something like this so that our kids could stay here or, or kids or workers who have left will have an opportunity here. Uh, the jobs available will be super high end uh, and high paying. But the, the good part about this is many of the jobs will uh, require only a two-year associate's degree. So you don't have to necessarily have a college diploma. But whether it's with employees with a two-year, four-year, or advanced degree, Ohio State University President Christina Johnson says the Buckeye State's colleges and universities can provide intel with the highly educated workforce they need. Success here will require well-educated scientists, engineers, technicians, and managers. And Mr. Gelsinger, at the time you joined Intel, I was carrying out independent research in the clean rooms of our alma mater, learning about semiconductor and photolithographic processing. And I was taught by technicians who had gone through the Foothills Community College semiconductor processing curriculum. You may remember Foothills Community College. So I saw firsthand the importance of a really skilled technical workforce and the power of connecting two-year and four-year research institutions. And as a leading research and land-grant institution, The Ohio State University is delighted to partner with Ohio Department of Higher Education Chancellor Randy Gardner and with the entire state, 14 public universities, 74 private universities, 24 regional campuses, 23 community colleges, and 52 other technical centers on projects that will include faculty training and curriculum development, all with the goal of preparing the workforce to support the semiconductor industry for decades to come. Intel Senior Vice President of Manufacturing and Supply Chain Operations, Kevin Esfarjani, says construction will start no later than the end of this year. Came down to which location offered the best prospect to enable Intel to run our world-class leading-edge semiconductor manufacturing facility with strong infrastructure, favorable regulatory environment, and most importantly, the ability to attract and develop a diverse talent. And being in semiconductor manufacturing means competing every day. Ohio has a culture deep in its roots to do what it takes to win. And Governor Mike DeWine says it marks the beginning of a new chapter in our state's rich history of innovation and invention. From the Wright brothers inventing flight to Neil Armstrong walking on the moon, Charles Kettering and his automobile self-starter, Thomas Edison, and so many, many more. Ohioans have always been dreamers, and we've always been doers. Intel's announcement today just confirms that once again, this is Ohio's time in history. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.